Hello folks, welcome along to another edition of the LWB Club Champ Pod. Episode 4 this time in association with Cork and Precast Tanks, DB Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, Brendan Cabinet Furniture and Bridge Nolan Physiotherapy. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks also to those uh, who uh, make contributions to our Buy Me A Coffee link. Uh, we do have it in the description and it is on our link tree there as well. Not compulsory, but if you're liking what we're doing and want to show your support, you can do so for the price of a coffee. Uh, we have a good bit to go through again this week on the show. And uh, just before we get going, that jersey up behind me, there's a few people after um, inquiring and uh, making purchases. Uh, they are only 25 quid, but again, it's a way of getting our brand out there, I suppose. And um, there's actually one heading off to Australia and there's a few others heading to different parts of the world. So that's uh, that's great to see. Um, yeah, so uh, if you want to get in touch with us, 25 quid is the price. And uh, just send us a DM on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. Uh, yeah, let's get stuck into the action. Stevie Bambrick and Joe Nolan join me once again. Lads, how are you doing? Kevin. Good, Kev. Good. Well, sure. Where do we where do we start? Um, is the best place to start on Saturday, where we did our impromptu commentary on uh, on set one as the Bidens, and I think it probably is because uh, really enjoyed that game. Um, plenty plenty of quality in it. Um, I think it hit a lull for about five minutes, like most games do, but then it livened itself back up. And how it livened itself back up in that period from memory was poking and blocking, which in itself is a big skill that sometimes we kind of gloss over a bit. Oh, it wasn't free-flowing. But sometimes it's not free-flowing because defenders are doing great work. Lads are getting back and hassling and hurrying. And there's a uh, lumps knocked out one other stuff. And I thought uh, in general it had, um, you know, it had real championship uh, fever pitch to it with that bit of quality blended in, which... Uh, which we love to see, of course. Uh, but what did what did you think of it, Joe? You were on commentary alongside me. Uh, I know you've had a few days. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I was wondering was there a jumbo jet going by there, Kevin? <laughs> in Dublin Airport. <laughs> I don't know. Was it my one or Stevie's on? I don't see anything going past there, alright. But it's called the countryside, lads. Get on with it. Yeah, it sure looked good game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a very very good game. Um, in fairness, um. Looked at like a look at one stage. Uh, I suppose that St. Mullins were going to pull away, and 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 it ebbed and flowed. Then I suppose Bagnestown coming back into it. Um, I said it. I suppose I said it. Sum it up really. The last I said it about five minutes to go, or maybe even less, three or four minutes to go. Whoever lost it, or whoever, if someone didn't get out, get something out of the game, it'd be a big blow. Um, I think Bagnestown, like a uh, lads can, uh, and I'm not referring really to Craig's last that ditch effort to get a score. Um, at the end, uh, you know, he he'd a free. Jesus was hundred yards out or whatever, you know, and he, he just tailed wide at the end. But they, I think they'll be kicking themselves a little bit more. They didn't get something out, but they had probably two good goal chances. Um, I think they dropped five, if not six, balls short into Kevin Kyo's hand. And I think for them to be taking um, Saint Mullins and getting that win, they needed a percentage of them to go over. Um, I think Steve, you with the stats for the wides there, had you on, on the day? Do you have them in front of you? Yeah, someone's at 12 and Bangestown at four. Yeah, and like but, two or three of the ones Bangestown, they were sideline coach, like they were, you know, yeah. you know, Kevin Kyo handled them very well. But I tell you, like Snyder got three points off of Jerry Cody, I think Jerry Cody's marking, but Jerry Cody done well for a couple of them to keep Styler and everyone else so because it was balls went to a goalie like that. From an angle and the call is goalie's calling from it. Like he, Kevin Kyle was exceptional now. There was six or seven balls dribbled that came in like that. And I suppose when he, he got his eye in for one, he had a, his eye in for the rest of them, and he made a good save from was it Paddy McDonald? Or 
Yeah, Paddy McDonald's like, second half. Yeah, yeah, he like flicked, flicked, flicked on the ball. Flicked on the ball like he flicked. He flicked on the ball for the goal as well, like you know. But uh, Kevin, I said Kevin and his eye, and then at that stage, and you know, it was just the the wides. Those eight, there was eight, eight of a difference in the wides. But if you take the seven or eight that went into Kevin Kaw's hands, they're worse than wides, you know, because you can create an attack or start a, start a, a, an attack rather than a puck out. You know, it's it's a, it's a, the ball's gone dead, and you have some bit of a chance to readjust out the field. Whereas the ball's not dead, it's you know, there's a man gone loose, corner back, wing back, and on you go again. I think I think Craig had the, the goal chance in the first half as well um, that Kevin Keogh saved. I felt right, yeah. And you're probably thinking, you know, that they needed they needed another major to to see off, you know, to see out the game. Um, Paddy McDonald's chance in the second half, like he was probably he was after cutting in, did really well, took it, probably struck it a little bit off balance, you know. Probably a nicer height for the keeper, I suppose. Looking back on it, he, you know, he might. Like to pop it maybe low into the corner or drill, you know, or bounce it in front of him or whatever. But, um, I suppose Kevin Kyo did what he had to do, but yeah, he handled a huge amount of ball in that game. Um, I think the big contribution, the big deciding factor in the end, and we were debating over was the seven or eight points, um, from what's called from uh, Pally Boland. I mean, you couldn't talk about that game and talk about his contribution. I thought he was just fantastic. Jesus, in the first half. Um, he caught, you know, I think whatever he got five points in the first half, was it or four? Mm. And I think, uh, it was, I think it was five. Yeah, he got he got three in the first six minutes, like yeah, and they were brilliant. Like he he made them himself. Like he caught he caught two or four puckouts and turned and went inside and just uh, swung them over. And there were big scores. Like he gives them a great option there in that half forward line, like a half forward line. Right, you had Jack in at centre forward, but they were keeping. You know, Alfie was doing very well in there at centre back. I think on him probably won that duel. So. You were looking to other lads to step up, and especially in that platform in the half forward line. And I think he really did. Like he won't not only win his own ball, but to make those contributions was fantastic. Like he was like Johnny Lynn in his pomp yeah. before he went off playing football in New York. That's yeah. he holds the hurdle very same way in the whole lot. But uh, the one he got in the second half off his left underneath the stand was absolutely brilliant. Like, and a, a big moment I think coming down the stretch was when he actually elected to go for a point that time instead of going for the goal, which. You know, in the end, they, they won the game. Um, but, yeah, I think you've summed it up pretty well, Bertinius, lads. Um, Bindestone had their chances to win it as well, you know. Um, on the merits of it, like, maybe you're looking at this thinking a draw would have been a, a pretty good and fair result, I should say. Um, yeah. But, look, that's the... Yeah, but cr- the credit Jays to Bagnestown. Yeah, like, credit to Bagnestown too. Like, the, you know, the, you know, they stuck in. They, they, they showed, you know, show, showed what they're made of, like, you know, mm. but... You're just thinking, you know, when they think back on it about the chat, like I said, not necessarily the wides, like Stevie said, the ball's dropping short. You know, you need to be killing them. And and, some, and St. Mullins did build from them. I think we can remember in commentary where there was one or two of those that Kevin Keogh handled where, the, you know, there was scores off from the other end. So it was a big turning mm. point. But, um, yeah, it was a good good game. It was a real bit of bite about it. And, like, you know, but your luck, I suppose, at the end of the day, no matter how well you play from a Bagnus point of view, it's about getting points on the board and they'll be disappointed not to get out and over it, you know? Yeah, two jewels just to mention that I really enjoyed over the course of the game. One of them was uh, Carl Connolly and Jake Doyle. I thought they had a right good hustle. And yeah. um, two young men. Sean, Sean Wall and Connor Kyoto, very good hustle as well. Very yeah. enjoyable to watch. So Yeah, and Sean, and, yeah no, for your, you're 100% right, Kevin. It's good to highlight young, young hurlers. I suppose we often talk about the lads, the lads, the mainstays of the teams, but... Uh, Sean Wall and Conor Kyoto, big, big battle there. Um, Conor Kyoto took his goal really well. You know, he didn't have many chances in the game. 
think he got maybe a goal and a point from play, maybe one, two from play. He was on the freeze, but they were, you know, they were kind of a little bit hit and miss for him. But um, Sean Wall did very well in them. Did like, and it was interesting to see how Bagnestown went man to man. Like they had their they had their kind of markups uh, made before the game, and that was the way they were going to stick. You know what I mean? They were going to they had their they had their they had their battles kind of thought out. Um, so it was intriguing from that point of view. And and on the other end, yeah, Colin Connolly did really well. He was captain of the under twenty team there uh, midweek as well. He was centre back on that. And he'd a, he'd a great battle with Jake Dial. I think Jake might have got a pint or two, Stevie. From got got maybe a free or one. Got two, yeah, got two points. Yeah, yeah, it was he's a good battle. One for sixty-five before half time. One play, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two twelve, St. Mullins one fourteen, Bagnasone Gales. Uh, let's move on to the next one, of course, which involved you two. Um, one twenty-four, Ballinkillen, eleven points near breed. Didn't see this, lads. I'll be straight with you. I didn't not not, not saying I didn't see a Ballinkillen win, but. I didn't see the, that margin, to be honest. So, how did it unfold? I'll come to you first, Joe. Uh, no, I know. I, I think we'll let Stevie go. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. Um, Whichever one he is wants to go. Yep, well, do it. Stevie. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, the, we're carrying a few winters into the game, no, no different than any other team. Uh, we knew, look, going into it, we'd seen Ballinkin last week against um, Rangers. Rangers. And, um, you know, I. We were expecting Chucho to be back this week and, and Kieran Whelan to be, you know, in second game back. You don't be giving away a freeze against Kieran Whelan and we give away a lot of them. Uh, in, in the needn't have been given away, I suppose. And, you know, a man's in the game, then he scored 10 frees over 11. Chucho scored five, I think, from play, four or five. If Chucho would score four or five against anyone, no, that's, that's not a, wouldn't be a big deal if it were to go be that way. But, uh, you know, we, we just... We weren't up to it on the day, and that's about the size of it. We we um we, we looked down and out five minutes before half time. We got the last three scores the first half. So we went in, you know, yeah, it was thirty or eleven seven. I think a half time was or thirty. It was no, was it four or six? And I'm not sure. Maybe could have been. Anyway, it was I think we got a seven. We were we were was a thirteen seven and a half time. Yeah, yeah, thirteen four like twenty eight minutes, but um. Start second half, then they're sending off. I don't know how long into the second half it was. No, I, all I'd say, Roy Lumbar's not that sort of player. I don't, I don't know what whether it was sending off. It was a free given and it was a bit of a swing. I don't know whether he was after the ball in his hand or what, still or what. But, um, like you said, that's an advantage now, Breed, but it didn't make a notes of difference because did, that, did the swing uh, come? Sorry to interrupt, but did that, did that swing come after the whistle went or before the whistle went? Possibly no. was on the ground and. He ended up with his face in the ground being in the swing at the same time. Look, I don't know. You'd want to... I was surprised the red card was given. Though. That's no, yeah. my view of it at, 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 at the time. But though, that's... The sound the sound hmm. of the whistle will determine whether that's the red or not, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I suppose we, we, won't, we, don't, we won't again the ins and outs of it, but it's like everything. You'll slow everything down if, it's, if there's a video available or whatever. And, you know, you'll slow everything down. It, it seems different it can be different in real time than it can be in, in i suppose look in slow motion um i yeah. think you're right stevie i think i think everyone was surprised to see a red um he's not no he's a good guy i'm well, surprised and i can yeah you know just um but like yeah. that stage was i think we had we got one point or you got one point at the start of the second half that was about eight now there was only one score i'd say at the start of the second half so yeah, it was we were going one more, you were going one more. 
Um, no, like I said, the, we just didn't go up to the pace of the game. And look, we're carrying a few knocks. Just every club are carrying them. Just we had the play lads that you know we took them off the wind up. We were, we're tight to the we're, we're tight for numbers as uh, that's no excuse. We've slept fifteen against fifteen, no matter where it goes. And like uh, as it went on, Parry Kynes, these lads grew into the game. Conor Clomax, these lads are coming back from football. You know they got they got uh, got plenty hurling into their system over the weekend, and then um, you know they were every point uh, deserving it. And the wind up just you know we. The free count, we I think we got three, four scoreboard frees, and we scored one or two of them. Um, so that just tells you, you now there was if you stay giving away frees, the ref will start stay giving them for the same things. We're going to stay doing the same things. That's what we have done. So we mm-hmm. just have to learn, and that's we drank having last day with Michel as well. I'd say you never missed, we missed one maybe. You know, you're getting mm-hmm. 10 or 11 frees in the game. It's easy up to 15 or 16, 18 points to win a game, and um, we we're just not at that level yet at the. The, the scoring ratios. So I'll give yeah. yeah. I, I two questions. Around. Two questions for you, Joe. Two questions, yep. right? So firstly, um, when Nabreed went down to, to fourteen, obviously the use of or sorry, when Balinkin went down to fourteen, the use of that extra player can often win or lose a game, even if you're playing well or not. And often fourteen, as it transpired, will play better when they have fourteen. Um, just funny the way the whole thing works. So I'll ask you the position or what Nabreed chose to do. Did that have an effect in the game? And number two. What do Ballinkillen do differently in the space of a week? And I will throw in a little caveat that Rangers are at a higher level than they are at the moment. But what were the what were the differences? Yeah, well, I suppose getting back to it, our our game management was was very good. I think throughout the whole game, before and after the sending off, I think we were. I think it has been better this year in terms of our setup, even on pokeouts and stuff like that. And that has a big effect. That you know, lads weren't frazzled. Um, I think in modern hurling as well, you're you're generally playing with kind of five forwards. If you get me, you know, there's always someone drifting out around the middle. And I suppose we, our setup didn't really have to change that much because, you know, and we're lucky enough that we have that kind of threat inside there with, with Sean and with Kieran drifting in from the half forward line and Jack Tracy and that. So I think, I think obviously Rory's a loss and any player is a loss, but I think we, you know, we had, we, we've got a little extra, little bit of firepower, a little bit of oomph in there yesterday. And it just probably meant that Nate Breed, you know, were, were, I suppose, mindful of that. Um, I probably was happy enough when I saw, I thought, Nate, again, I know Steve is directly involved, but just this only my personal thoughts, as I say, um, that I thought that they might have pushed up their extra man a little bit more on us and put, put us on maybe a little bit more pressure when the game was just there. But I suppose, you know, we hit a purple patch then maybe, you know, and, and the game kind of had, had ran from them. But I thought, you know, I thought maybe we, we were able to kind of keep our shape at the back, um, you know, kind of keep keep a little bit loose. Um, you know, that's maybe things that you see from the bank as well. Um I, I thought that kind of maybe kind of got us out over the little hump. I, I do think when you have the threat of like of Kieran coming from deep and he took his goal wonderfully well, you've Sean up there who can win his own ball, whether it's against one or two lads or whatever, you know, and, and pop him over the bar. I, I do think that we have, we had the, like we had the firepower there yesterday to deal with being, being down a player. Um, but the lads, the lads played really well. What, what changed in the space of a week? Um, well, like, look, like, right, I know you say about the opposition and whatever else, and that can change and how you play yourself. But I think for us, and Stevie mentioned it as well, like, for 
for us where you have clubs where where maybe the panel is a bit tighter and where you know while we have strength and depth we mightn't have the same both clubs and talking about here in Abreed and and Balkill when you mightn't have the same strength and depth maybe as some other clubs um players like you know big players need to play big games in every game for you and like having like you said Kieran coming in those extra few minutes in his legs um obviously missing the first day having Sean Murphy who didn't feature at all the last day against Rangers and comes in and, and picks off five points they're massive pluses for us do you know what I mean um I I do think our our shape is good as well in terms of our you know we're fairly solid you mentioned the lads coming in there like Sakarma coming back um you know he's 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 had an excellent start in the middle of the field Kevin Cavanaugh new midfield as well this year you know they, they've just slotted in there seamlessly um and I think the more time the more game time we seem to get with these lads in a kind of a settled team our backs haven't changed I think our backs have played nearly all you know I think have played all the all the 180 minutes so far I think they've you know more or less played all all the game time so far that's so that, that kind of settled team in fairness is working for us you know what I mean and I and I, and I do think um as the games have gone we, we're hurling better it's a big thing for us we hit whatever we hit like 25 scores we haven't hit that in a long long time um we weren't going to win championship matches scoring well we, i know we did win one when i said that but we, we scored 11 scores the first game we scored 12 or 13 against rangers for us to be competitive we need to be hitting those scores and uh and i suppose finally our forwards kind of clicked and did it for us you know okay we'll move on to yesterday evening's game then so i'm going to surrender 217 They've won 14 points. Now, again, I think Declan O'Brien was sent off in the first half of this. And at one stage, they've all under serious pressure. And you lads were saying they got back to it in four. And then Rangers got a goal late on. Is that kind of the general gist of it? Or maybe give us a bit of colour onto that then? Yeah. The, that's a nutshell. They got a goal. I think Evan Keeley got the first goal after about maybe the first 10 minutes. And... Um, were four or five points up the whole time. They did a good spread of scores. Like Ty Dorn, Dermot Bourne, Darrell Tobin, Richard Cody, Evan Keeley, Paul Cody, Dean Tobin, Donna Murphy all scored from play. Um, with my issue like last week, Nevon came into it strong in the second half. Dwayne Kavanagh had to probably 10 points out of 14. John Michael got two and Colin Beck got one. I think that was nearly it. But um, we're right back in the four points in it and then the ball into the square. Ball broke down. And Donna Murphy... Um, rip and end up in the back of the net and that was the end of that but um like, like we're talking about lads you might say i was whinging about we're tight for numbers like gary kelly was injured in the last 10 minutes and they go up corner forward because um Rangers trying to keep they took mike and lawn off the intermediate team last night and they didn't want to take anyone else off so i think gary kelly actually came off in the last two three four minutes um he was he put corner forward out of the way and he came off in the wind up um, so you know that's the week on week games, and you know that's your 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 um, even even the the Manchester Rangers this world affects everyone. So but the, mm-hmm. you know the spread of scores they had like John Nolan went over his ankle in the warm up. He went off there, and I hope he's okay. Like for Jesus, he's, you know these these bloody injuries. Before we get injured in the flicking match, like in the Kieran Whelan back, great to see him back. Like with Ballon Killing, okay, I'm glad if he wasn't playing with us, but that's. <laughs> Tongue in cheek and said that, but like, you know, injured again, you know, in a walk before the weekly match, you know, whoever going out to get the bloody bang in the game, you know, the amount of trend these boys do for county and club, you know, it just must be heartbreaking. We're not saying like John might be all right, but he went off there, two boys were carrying him off to the, 
the dressing room there and it happened. So, you know, it's just, uh, but like, the sending off just happened before half time, and sure, look, there was no chase. Brian Deering had no chase in the world of God. Mm. Declan swung back and he claimed two Rangers lads out, but there was only one outcome coming. Uh, he knew that himself, I'd say, but um, Kevin Foley, Killian McCabe, full forward. There was a lot of changes. I said, about, I'd said of maybe three or four of the intermediate last year actually starting the forward last night. There was Adam Kenny, Killian McCabe, and, and, and Kevin Foley all started. And, um, you know, the King of the Rangers, they're pulling you apart. Like they're just, you know, Evan Keeley, I don't think he missed a free last night. He scored with one, seven or eight. Um, you know, Dennis Murphy was taking frees for the last 10, 12 years. Chris Nolan would be taking him. We'd be thinking if he was around. So Evan Keeley's ever stepping up to the mark there. Um, so look, they have honour in the position now. They've win their last two games. And like they're, they're, they're two winnable games. They're like this on themselves. And it's gone. You're coming in, Kevin. You were saying last week with dead rubbers and things like that. So that game of Michel and and, and, and Bagnus was going to be in the in two weeks' time as a double header um that on the Saturday evening. Uh, I don't know which game is first now, but that game is going to decide someone's future in, in the coming weeks. Okay. So probably a good time to do a little uh, midterm wrap up as, as Joe put it off here. And we'll go to the table. So in the senior hurling championship, one is the Rangers, uh, three wins from three plus 34 score difference. Um, St. Mullins also three from three, uh, plus 29. And Ballin Killen on four points with a plus eight scoring difference. Uh, by the sound, Gale is with that win over Nairbreed, has them on two points, and Nave won. And Nairbreed still looking to get off the mark. That's that's where we're at, um, at the moment. And look, we will preview the, the next round of games, which aren't until the weekend, um, the week after next. Uh, we'll do it next week, probably, but. We'll, we'll size up where, where everyone is at. Um, I suppose we'll start with Rangers, seeing as they're at top. Um, trucking, trucking along nicely. Huge similarities to this time last year, I think, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they'll be happy. Um, Stevie alluded to it there as well. I think why they'll, why they'll be happier is, in a one way, it's, it's kind of when you're, when you're chasing a couple of titles, um, you're stretched. But I, I think, you know, if you're a Rangers supporter or you know and you're looking in and you're saying you know take last night no faker fitzpatrick as well you know uh i'm going down through like the list of lads that were missing was incredible um and they still you know while they weren't comfortable for all of the game in fairness nevo and came at them but they were comfortable for a lot of it and um you know i think they'll be very happy you can only get three wins from three they haven't had a full team yet for various reasons um tipping away nicely a lot of the new lads taking up key positions and stepping up a lot of the old guns i said it last night standing beside stevie i thought richie cody uh has been really really steady really super this year last night again winning that 30 ball for you know i won't say an older lad he's not that old but um so i think they'll be very happy apart from how they're hurling this year uh but looking at the lads that they're bringing in and the younger lads and the positions that they're they're taking up and playing I think I think it's been a good start from them, yeah, hundred percent. Saint Mullen, Stevie, like I mean, last weekend, no James Dial, uh, no Mouse, obviously. That's just too off the top of my head. I'd say if they were told they're going to get three from three, they'd be pretty happy. Like they bet near Breed, they bet near Vaughan, and they bet Bynestown. And I suppose you could argue that maybe you'd be tipping them to win all those three games. But last weekend, I don't know, did one of us go with Bynestown? I think we might have had. Um, I can't remember no offhand, but like that's that's where you are. I think 
three from three, considering who they're down, uh, there's there's an improvement there from last year because I can't think at this particular stage, but I'm pretty sure in the earlier part of the championship they got a nice beating off Rangers and they had work to do in the last two rounds to to get through from from memory. I could be getting that wrong, but they're in a good spot, aren't they? Yeah, like Paul Doyle wasn't playing today, no. Um, Joe so Cody's back full back. Another one, yeah, another one. I yeah, and like that's probably they've been settled enough though that um, Ball and um, possibly not, not not Paddy the other lad, um, Oshin. Oshin. Oshin, I think he went off again us in the last five minutes and he came on the last day uh, in the last couple of minutes. Um, that's about any change of med really in the personnel. Um, yeah, but we're getting down to like the two of them are guaranteed to show. Like, and start here, you're saying, look, they the two will be going through regardless. Everybody hook away Cook Sam Mullen when he said struggled last year because I remember that game was that range were well up and you know one side to the back but um they'll be looking you know the they brought in Ushin Ryan as was probably starting a bit more last year he's been coming in not getting as much game this time Eddie Dye came in yesterday as well uh James Dye is off getting married he's getting married I think Wednesday in in um her see uh Instagram or Snapchat there, there was a clatter of lads going into a, a, an airport anyway, so um, I suppose wish him well, he's, he's, yeah. he's married at a good stop there, Tommy Gagan used to kick football with all Auckland and great soccer player, Bagnestone, uh, daughter Tommy's, uh, he's getting married, so wish him the best of luck, but um, yeah, so like, I don't know, how did, how did they wangle that one with the fixtures that they were at? Did he, did he look up the county board fixtures, did Gerald have a hand in the that's good planning. That's what that is. Now. That's quite good planning. Though. I have to say that. Though. That was in the middle of the championship hey, a, a week of a break. Hey, uh, Stevie, I wonder, will he have a mini moon as well or a full moon? or what? Like a certain like a certain someone else here. That's just the Jaffa cakes I'm eating. <laughs> 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 full moon, half moon. Uh, yeah, who knows? We're wishing the best anyway, lads. Yeah, 100%. Find us on Gales. Uh, we'll come to them in a moment. But Ballin killing on four points. Um like it's not a massive surprise to see Ballinkillen on four points. The first game was probably 50-50. And maybe maybe against the odds a little bit, considering personnel against Michael to win that one and to win the other day is probably not a big surprise. So is it fair to say a par for the course, really, Joe? Like no real great shake there, is there? Uh probably the week I'd be honest with you, probably the week of the Michael game we probably would have been worried a little bit, maybe. Um just we were we were tight and down down a good few lads, so Getting that win, like score eleven points and win a championship game. I know we only conceded seven, but you know you wouldn't be expecting it. So I think we took that kind of as a bonus, like definitely in not, not like on any given day. If we full hand and you're going out against Michael, you know you give yourself a chance, obviously. But um, I think maybe just this year, I think we we look at that as a little a little bit of a bonus, maybe just in the position that we were in at the time. I think we're we're happy with where we are. Made a lot of progress, I think, since last year, and maybe in terms of our strategy. Like I said, we seem to be kind of lads are settling into different positions and doing fairly well. So I think we'll be fairly happy with four out of six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the sound, probably unlucky not to be on um, on three points after the other day, Stevie. And uh, a couple of games coming up that are of huge importance there, really. A local derby in the mix there, some stage too. Yeah. And like looking at you're trying to look at these games from a neutral point of view. You're, you're going to look at them from right, okay, we're playing this team next week. Or, they played them last week and you kind of a, you have a different outlook on teams then because you're looking at watches well, yes, they're not great checks or they're better than you thought they were or whatever. And I'm looking at buying some 
Bunchen made her their youth, uh, fitness or speed, but their their athletic team, I'd, I'd say, in a lot of departments more than you know than some of the other teams, and um, like that game against uh, Navo, and that's the next round. So that's going to decide what's going to go on the last round. You know, if they win that or through end off the last game against Ballinkillen doesn't matter uh, more than likely. So I don't know whether they'll have anyone else back. JP Tracy, good chance he probably might be back. I don't know. Um, the other day, like they brought back Danny Doyle, wing back, and it worked well enough at all because I don't think he was getting on. He wasn't getting on great midfield, but the ball was kind of bypassing midfield too, like and straight into uh, Paddy Bond. He got what do we say? He got the first half four or five. He hit the post one as well, and um, in the second half he got two or three. Um, but yeah. Bang some gales, they're just they're they're go, they're a good goal threat. Now look the other day Styler, you see the flick he gave for the goal for um, Magic. Mark McDonald and he done another mm. one then for Paddy McDonald if that had come off. Um they have goals in them and they're probably going to need goals because they're scoring the so two twelve to one fourteen. Um Styler got probably what did he get? He got ten points for three from play. You, you know, Jake Dyle probably look probably going to be starting. We started the other day ahead of Andrew Ken, who earned 17. Um, you know, he's going to be he's going to be competition for placing a forward in there because the you know you're the injury list was fairly long. I think lads around the law, the high numbers in the in the program there, I presume. Well, Keen Dyle wasn't playing, he was lost the other day as well. You know, you're talking about um Paul Dyle for, for Sam Mullins as well, you know. Mm-hmm. If Keen Dyle is back the next week, you know, that'll add to them. And um it's it's a uh, but that's a championship. That's a knockout game now. Basically, Michael Bangson Gales and like that was a, last year. The day before Bangson always got go over him in the last round. Ross Smithers kind of pulled Michael through it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. And you were saying, given out last week, Kevin, all some of these games are they've not at stake. That one's going to have a lot at stake. Mm, it will, in fairness. And I suppose on the flip side, if if Bangson win that, sure. There's nothing really to play for in the last round, is there? If far comes to form, like maybe placings might might be the might be the size of it. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it progresses. Like, but yeah, it's uh, has pros and cons as, as we alluded to there last week. Um, yeah, Michael, like uh, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm sure yesterday you saw very impressive sides to them. They recovered well in terms of performance. I would say from the first round without getting results, they've showed what what they can do. Now they need to get results. Like that's the. Long and short of them, uh, well, they, they need consistency as well, Kevin. I think, um, you know, they're blown very hot and cold. Probably in our, in our match, they probably hit no real form, but in the next two matches against St. Um, Mullins and uh, yesterday or Saturday against um, uh, Bagginson Gale, you know, they had patch or sorry, against um, Manchester Rangers, um, they had uh, moments of, of you know, or maybe 20 minutes or 25 minutes of really good hurling. Um, a, a little consistency, I think, is 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 key for them. You know, or try to hurl for an hour. I think you know. I think getting a settled team as well. Like there's lads kind of coming and going, and you know, I, I think their backs are quite good. Like Tommy Nolan was very good again last night. You know, under big pressure, Martin Dyle. You know, and I, I don't like picking out sectors, but like really, kind of from once a midfield on, like you know, from they need to be producing more scores, more threat. 
Carl Tracy looked well when he came in, you know, did, did well when he came in last night. He had a goal chance and I think he popped over a pint or two. You know, another game then, you know, things didn't run for him. Then, you know, there's been a lot of changes over the three matches for them to try to get that kind of that kind of magic six up there or, or what works best for them. You know, lads have kind of popped in and popped out. And I think if they can sort out that a little bit, you know, um, you know, sort out what, what way they're going to operate in their front six um and they bring a bit more consistent threat up there um i think they'll they'll you know they might have something to say in this in the championship yet in terms of of a semi-final place definitely yeah breathe stevie we'll wrap up this segment now in a minute lads yeah look, i said the start here we have to learn and learn quick and like the first game we're improving up to yesterday we didn't i wouldn't say we, we didn't make any improvement yesterday so i know basically over the hour uh teams were playing improvement as well though they're playing same 60 minutes we're playing so look we'll be hoping to see out the championship and we know this year is going to be tough and it is tough and it will be tough the next two games and we just have to go home and hopefully um get a few of them lads are carrying knocks sorted out for friday week with monster rangers and um just give good honest effort for that next two games is left and that's it that's about it intermediate hurling championship uh over the weekend navon 318 st mullins 118 Bit of a tanker, unfortunately, for you guys, Joe, against Rangers, 7.35 to 3. Yeah. Uh, junior Championship Friday. Actually, I'm leaving out an intermediate game as well, sorry. Find us on guess, 2.12, Carrolltown, 12 points. And then Junior Championship, Born Rangers, 2.7. Or Instant Rangers, 5 points. And I want to just put out the under-20 results as well. We'll do a wraparound on the whole lot of it. Uh, find us on Gales, 1.13. Nave won 11 points. St. Mullins, 4.14. Ballinkillen, 14 points. The uh, under-20 B Championship, Nairbury, 2.22. Born Rangers, 1.12. And yeah, I think that's that's her. So, uh, observations there, lads, on any of that? Twenties, junior, intermediate. Again, we'll yeah. spend a couple of minutes on it. Well, I'm back to Go on, Stevie. You work away. You work away. Right. Well, our under twenty match was against Burn Rangers. Um, we we're missing a couple there. We we're missing three or four as well. So there's a couple of seniors on on, on show off more end of it, and they had that's a hopefully will play a senior at the same time to come as well. Like um, those. Six, six points in the half time. Um, Dylan Towns got a sideline call. I was actually behind him when he took it in the first half. I, I, I couldn't, the height he got on the ball, it actually was at the top of the post in the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl posts, they're not goal game posts. It was the top of it and just inside it. And um, I think he hit eight or nine points over the hour. Um, we kind of pulled away with the second half. I got two goals then. Um, Jeremy Dylan and Fia Couture got a couple of goals then just, you know, gave us a bit of breathing space. Um, they were, I said, we were missing a couple. Larkin Dyle wasn't playing, um, Jack Summers wasn't playing. We were missing a couple as well in Holland as well. So, uh, good score from both sides. Like, you know, there was a there was 10 or 12 points in the wind, but the, the quality of scores on both sides now was good enough for, for under 20. So, both teams had plenty of minors playing as well. So, you know, it's given that link between a 17 year old going to adult hurling next year as well. It's something that. A bit of a preview for the speed of it, anyway, however, with the, the strength physically wise, but you know, it's, it's good that way. So that's how you see it, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, we played, we played Sam Mullins in the under 20 just to continue with the under 20 vein there. Um, four 14 to 14 points. Um, Sam Mullins went about one six or one seven to a pint up on us. Um, we came back in the game, then we brought it back to I think one nine to ten or eleven points, and then. They hit us for kind of three two or three three without without reply and killed us. Um, I suppose we were 
we were minus one or two of our senior players. Well, Eric played in the goal for us. Um, both teams were kind of tight for numbers, to be honest with you. Conor Kyo was just uh, excellent. No other way of putting it. I think he ended up in 3-7. He got maybe 3-3 three, three from play. Just unmarkable on a very wet night. Touch, power, pace. You know, showed all these class. Carried in his form, basically, from senior inter-county and senior club uh, into it. And I suppose at that level was, was outstanding. Carl Conley, as you mentioned there, was very good um, for them as well. Um, there was another young uh, James Doyle as well. And another Conley chap, I think, was the other. Were, were, were very smart as well for them. Uh, we good performers as well. Um, Owen Whelan was, was very good for us. Paddy Kavna, you'd be expecting lads like that to stand up. Uh, Mark Dermody, actually, Ross Dermody's uh, first cousin, was very good for us as well. Middle of the field, Craig Hill. So we had a lot of good performances. Um, under twenty is kind of going. To, it's it's a great competition. Um, find the right place for it. I don't know. I suppose I don't know whether smaller clubs are under a bit of pressure with crossover with senior players, and we've two fixtures now coming up this yeah, week as well. Week, yeah, that's the thing. The the refix one is next weekend, and yeah, so the next round is next weekend again. So you're going to that's going to have a free weekend from the the adult end of it, but they're going to have two hundred twenty games in next Saturday. Yeah. And, Wednesday going into we're playing Friday as well. I don't know how that's going to work now because yeah. And what it, what it puts as well, Stevie, is some lads would have planned holidays. Maybe you know some younger lads who are on the adult teams mm. would have would have would have played would have planned holidays because this is their free weekend, you know, or planned something yeah. off. So yeah, look, it's a great competition. Where do you put it? Is the other thing, you know, like in fairness to the county board, we at the hurling meeting they said the same, you know, like where do we put it? We want to be hurling in the good weather. It's just finding finding the right time for it. Um. The intermediate look, yeah, you mentioned look, we we had a big defeat there. Look, we 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 only had fifteen, including myself and another selector, Noel uh, Cummins and Furnace lined out as well. We we said we'd rather do that than we were down a few lads between holidays again and stuff like that and work. And you know, we, we said we'd always feel no matter what, we wouldn't. We, we we entered the competition in good faith. The other teams entered their teams in as well. Um, so fixtures had to be played, and that's the way it is. Um, from our Mount Leinster Rangers' point of view, look. You know, I always think of that. I come off the pitch that day and or, and I thought two things. I thought what Stevie said to me about on any given day, like, you know, you raise yourself to the standard that's there. And, you know, the way that the intermediate team hurled from Ulster Rangers um, at the weekend, um, I know, like I said, we were maybe weak, but you, you'd say they put it up to a lot of senior teams. The quality, their hurling, their stickmanship, their movement, physicality, everything was excellent. And, you know, in one way, they kind of frighten you going down there when you see that. And so many of them young lads, it's not just kind of lads, you know, right, you had Eddie Hickey, or Eddie Cody and Willie Hickey and John Cody, you know, all lovely stick men, but, you know, a lot of youth there as well, doing serious damage as well. Um, so, look, it is what it is. Look, we'll, we'll plow on. We probably have, um, we have kind of maybe, we have a couple of games to redeem ourselves and see where we go uh, from there. Um, but it's going to be a tough ask for us anyway. Yeah, fair play for soldier into the cause. Um, with the twenties, I want to give the fixtures first and then give a quick suggestion because I know time is, is of the essence and all that. Uh, on Wednesday, yeah, Rangers and Saint Mullins seven thirty. Uh, Ballinkillen, Bynestown is uh, seven thirty start as well. Uh, Burn Rangers, Carrotown seven thirty, and then you said the refix game was over the duration of the weekend. I'm just trying to grab that there now. So, yeah, uh, Rangers ball and killing on Saturday at 7 and then under 20B also on Saturday at 7.30. Uh, Carrotown uh, at home to Nave Breed. One more fixture then on Sunday. Um, Michael will have home advantage there against the St. Mullins. That's how it stands. But with the 20s, without spending massive time, and I know there's a counter to this already, uh, 
the championship, like, could we play off our club championship? Is there any space at all to play it off that we can formulate a county panel going into the inter-county under-20s? Um, and if so, where do you find it, I suppose? You have Fitzgibbon then, and you have a few lads on the senior county panel in leagues, and then you can't put it at the end of the year because lads were giving out about that as well. And it's not time of the year to be hurling, so I just don't know. It's, it's unfortunate because it's such a good grade. It's really good grade. And we spoke about it last year, I think, as well. So if anyone has any suggestions, fire them in, lads. Be delighted to, to hear them. Um, okay, so moving on to Camogie. Steve, you were talking to Liam Dyle, I think. Um, Carl were playing Dublin on Saturday. Uh, I think a red card might have turned this one. Um, so maybe you talk us through it. I yeah. won't say it turned it, but it was it, it was. Oh, big he said it was harsh. No, yeah. He said, and it was the first or second one. He said very, very harsh. Uh, it was Kerry Cabinet. Um, they were going well the first half. They got penalty. They got goal in the first two or three minutes. Um, and were on top, like you know. And they lost before points and they wind up in a way of a lot. They get the crossbar and another chance. Um, saved by the goalie. So, right. To, they done what they wanted to do at the start of the year was to stay up in the intermediate, and they've done that. Uh, but like I see, don't again leash leash two best mate, I think. You know, so it's, it's quite where results go. But um, the I'd say look, if they can build them, you know, that the, the, they were they were put together there at the start of the year, the management team with Mark Ayres and whoever McLillis, Liam Dial, and uh, whoever it's involved with, they've got someone there. But you know, it was fair play to them. It's uh, you might say, right, they remarked a couple of games that the Leash and Dublin game would have been the two would be probably more likely to win. And the, the Leash one, especially, was the one that the, you know, given the bit of a cushion that the, they got to stay up. So, look, they'll be hoping to build on that for next year and get more of them back in that you know, that that the, they have a stronger panel. Like, we're unlucky with injuries as well. We're out of share getting injured as well. Like, you know, and, and you know, these things are going to happen no matter whether you're panel at 25 or 35. It's just, it was already better if you had a stronger panel. So, you know, fair play to them. They stood up. They got, they know what they wanted to achieve at least. And, you know, I've seen them playing a couple of times against our man Dublin over there. Like, for 50 minutes of the games, they were very, very good. It's just, you know, they need to have everyone. I think any county panel, you have to have as many as possible. That's, that level or can be that level or that standard to commit mm-hmm. and hopefully you know going forward for next year that they'll, they'll get from more in uh show it was well for um st martin's i think they were representing carlo in the football fella weren't they and i think they had a couple of very good wins yeah so, that's uh, the semi-final yeah yeah the, the, um, the blitz the group i think that the won the group by they went through the group i think they conceded very very few scores they lost the semi-final and um, yeah they could, great competition Change and equator have to go back to the old format of you know going away for the weekend and staying in the opposition house and whether that's gone now with you know everything has gone I don't know but um, at least it's been it's been run anyway and you know whoever won it out will still remember it as a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've lost Joe momentarily. I don't know if he's backstage or we can we can get him back. I think he. I thought you put him out. Be apparent to us here now. There you are. You're back. A bit of a drop there, had we? <laughs> that's that, that's my switch to my broadband. I say it's just after happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to give a shout out there to who's who fixed that up for you? Because uh, we always like broadband improvements. Steve, you got one. Now you've got one. I have to get one myself because it goes a bit lower here occasionally out in this hut. But uh, yeah, go on, go for it. Shameless plug. Oh, oh well, I, I'll have to give two shameless plugs. You see, if you, if you give me a chance to give one, I'll have to give two. Uh, well, one. Do it. Yeah, well, look, sure. There's two great broadband companies locally. I suppose I, I'm with uh, Darren Patrick, the other Ray Lowe, says Stevie knows him. 
uh, link broadband as well. So he's he's top man there. And uh, I can't when I mention broadband, I can't put mention our local Carlo, another local Carlo provider as well. That's very good to us in the club, uh, Fergie Kearney. Uh, I think when all these people are going, by the way, on online and local, or sorry, online in the national broadband plan, maybe just keep an eye out for the local lads because, uh, in fairness, they do give a lot back and they're they're a great service. So uh, sh- two shameless plugs for two broadband companies. Um, I want to give shout outs uh, to Score of Yo and what's the score? Score of Yo, obviously, you know, fantastic service with the, with the intercounty end and uh, what's the score likewise. But Joe, just to add to this a bit, I know you do some contributions to, to keep that lit. So uh, maybe you'll you'll paint another bit of uh, colour on onto what I'm just saying there. Well, yeah, well, I, I just happened to be taking up. Um, I, I, I did the senior hurling matches there at the weekend uh, for all of them. Um, Paul Flaherty from What's the Score contacted me and uh, just in relation to our own club, I think he sent out a few messages and he's dealing with some clubs in Carlow for, you know, for, for the scores on the What's the Score app. And uh, just he WhatsApped me and um, I told him I'd be at the other games as well, apart from Ballon Killing games, that I'd be at other club games as well. And so I'm kind of just doing the ones for that, but he's looking for clubs to come on board. It's really easy to set up. Um, you just need another little app to that, and he does all basically. They do all the work for you. All you do is press points and goals and so on. So um, it's just great. I think if clubs uh, do get a chance to link in with them, um, you know, for especially with people and overseas. I know, in fairness, like Stevie there putting up a lot of work for Carlo GA on Twitter, and, and there's lots of social media stuff going on for clubs as well um across the county but uh what score app is excellent as well and i suppose it's great to see our own county uh results uh up up amongst all the rest of them so yeah that's my little my my third little plug of the day but i can tell you for anyone who's on, on twitter for about 30 40 seconds on on uh saturday if they got the timing wrong uh bang someone won the game be a point uh <laughs> i put two twelve to one fourteen to bang some gales for uh, it's a uh, the goods of a minute for a cop uh, the Scorpio, I done the Scorpio a couple of times there for the county games and a uh, very good app, yeah. Um, and uh, like, I suppose no one knows you're ever doing it wrong unless they're at the match yourselves, and then you probably wouldn't be looking at it maybe. But you know, it can be, it's a very, uh, I got caught rotten at the uh, Carroll played a game there. Do you remember Mr. Penny was against Kerry or Kildare? I can't remember. Kerry. Kerry. And about 10 minutes later, I discovered a, a, a Miss Penny should be included in the, in the, the, the report of it and uh, uh when you're trying to go back then and, and uh get put back into it you have to text the lad is doing to the far end so once you do it wrong once it should learn fairly quick but no, they're definitely great like look half the country going to be holidays in the next three or four weeks and you know it's great to click onto it there and you can see how how your team is going good bad or indifferent you know no matter where you are in the world so hopefully you know that's yeah. the way to go and Stevie, just on that there, just on promotion, I know, like I said, I know we're talking about like what different, there's different outlets doing it no more than Kevin, the podcast and all, and say, you know, what the county the county board do themselves or the county do themselves, uh, but and clubs as well. But uh, just the written, you know, we talk about the nationalists and stuff like that, like just shout out to clubs and people who are maybe involved in teams and maybe they're new to teams as well. The likes of Kieran Murphy, you know, if you, if you have Kieran's number and send him in stuff, to, some stuff on WhatsApp for a report, he can't be everywhere. You know, even a picture of a team. Yeah, he texted us the other day looking for the result of the, yeah. the, the 20 game. I, kind of, I had I had the team sheet, so I texted one of the boys in Bourne Rangers who sent me on the scores. And, you know, it's maybe five or six lines in the, in the paper, but it's, 
Yeah. And he, yeah, exactly. And, and even an odd picture and stuff. I, I, I just think you cannot, on a broader sense, you just cannot promote, you cannot promote your, our games and all the good work in the clubs enough. Do you know what I mean? And, and just, you know, and especially, I suppose we're maybe talking about more about adult level, but at every level, you know, especially the underage, um, you know, there's lots of avenues well, there. So keep with the keep soccer, with the soccer draw, um, the, you have to have a match report sent in. Yeah. If you don't, you're fined. Now, if it's only five lines and best for blah blah blah, John all Kevin Reagan, whoever it is, and that's as long as I can remember involved with the soccer playing or or, or over team. If your report's not back in on Saturday evening or Sunday, whatever it is, yeah, before half five, I think, isn't it? You were yeah. fined. Mm-hmm. Well, we know you're, you're going to be fined in the voluntary organization either. You know, that's you know, whether that's the way of going, I don't know. But that you look at the Nationals this week, over 35 games, will be a full page on it. There'll be mm-hmm. there's three divisions to be. 12 match reports on it and you know it's, it's just it's free advertising for the game yeah. and for for the club you know what i mean and club, yeah and it works great because like people will buy the paper just to see who the best for yeah. was like that yeah, was five a, lines. A, young, a young lad playing over 35 for learning there once a season in the paper <laughs> a young 19 year old or something <laughs> same thing is He's born in leap year, that's why he's 19. Oh, <laughs> Time to move on, Stevie. Time to move on. Hey, yeah. come here. Yeah, we won't go down the over 35 route. You never told the story about uh, I was the only suffered or the only ever uh injury I ever saw from a dog was up in Old Acton. If you remember same, that, same was that the same day, I think. It could have been the same day, yeah. Yeah, poor old Shawnee Murphy's dog, Brendan. Well, I think it was Brendan probably McDonald. didn't beat me because I, I pushed actually Brendan Mack in, in out to, to tackle Dotsy Dermody, and unfortunately, oh. he landed over the lane, the dog bit him. Bit of, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know if uh, he's carry tetanus shots in there. Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 and more importantly, this day, Shawnee, Shawnee was our physio. I don't think Shawnee had nothing on the lane there. Maybe a kind of fly spray or something. You wouldn't know what he'd have. <laughs> uh, uh, just Very before good. we go, Stevie, or just before we go, Kev, uh, fair play to you. Well done to you as well. Uh, you're always uh, highlighting, I suppose, what goes on. Maybe myself and Stevie having the gallery, but fair play to you and your collection crew. Lads, you the big win in the Division One uh, or Division One B uh, League final at, on Saturday. Fair play to you, lad. There could be a big role in Carlo GF yet, lad. I don't know. I don't know about that. Stevie is all tied up. <laughs> a breakfast yeah. roll, it's uh, for Kevin. A breakfast <laughs> roll, yeah, a chicken filler roll or something. No, no, thanks, lads. Appreciate it. Yeah. it was one of those well mad, mad games, really. Like uh, I never thought I'd yeah. see him tweeting leash, leash, leash. But anyway, we won't sound about that. <laughs> no, it's an one. It's so bizarre, actually, just to. For anyone out there that can actually relate to this, right? Just take the take what happened on the day and how dramatic it was. This was we were four, we were a point down, four minutes into injury time, and in the space of sixty seconds, we were four points up. Literally sixty seconds it was maddest finish ever. But I don't know about you guys, but after every game, I actually don't feel any emotion whatsoever because I'm incapable of doing it. I'm just drained. Literally drained. I can't even fucking think, to be honest. Like, so lads are coming up and congratulating and everything, and it's, it's great and it's nice and stuff. But you actually aren't taking anything in, and it takes about two hours for me on a personal level to just okay, something that that has happened. Because like you're never really off during the duration of it. From the moment you get into the car to go to a game, and you're on the line or whatever, you're you're constantly thinking. You're constantly thinking, so you're incapable of of I don't know taking in anything. Maybe it's just me, but is that is that something no. you guys would? Right. You, and the night after the same? again, then as well, you won't sleep for two hours as well. Yeah. You no, know, it's, it's mad, but sure, like, it stays when you win something, that's what it's all about. And, like, the winning part of it is very, very, very small part of it because 
you'll lose more games all your lifetime until you win and finals then is another kettle of fish altogether to win any sort of a final and mm. uh, like it's great as you said like but uh, if you're looking for the plaudits like uh, slapping the back is six inches away yep. from kicking the arse and, and like, for a pint down in injury time to win before like it could have been the other way around look poor awfully yesterday but the yeah. goal in injury time and, and we've all been there in different games and like Jesus Christ 17 years of age and that to happen you know it must be you know, heartbreaking, but like it's that's that's the mm. joys of sports, it's a cliche, but it's that's it. Yeah. I'll say one thing before I finish up, right? Uh, this is no joke. I fully understand why uh Derek McGrath took a, a career break when he's over Waterford. People don't realise the hours that goes into it. And you wouldn't you wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything to be honest with you, right? But where everything else is going around, like it is, it is so demanding. And I don't care what anyone says, it does affect it does affect you. Uh, it does affect those around you as well, regardless, good, bad, or indifferent. So I think it's probably a good time to maybe give a bit of a, a bit of credit to family and all who have to kind of put up with anyone that's over a team. I'm I'm not a good person to be around after a match. Let me tell you, good, bad, or indifferent. And you know that's that's just one thing I think it's worth it's worth pointing out. It's not actually three nights in the field. It's not um, you know going to a match. That's probably the easy part actually everything else around it, the phone calls every day without fail, you know, and again, you wouldn't change it, but no. so, so much goes into it, even more than I could ever imagine. This is the first time we're uh, we a senior setup, or whatever. Uh, it's just, it's outrageous stuff, but that's the choice of it, lads, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, lad. Sure, that's it. So we love it. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it there. Joe, Stevie, thanks a mil. We'll, uh, we'll chat again next week. Yep. Mind yourselves. Oh, man. You're, Take you're care. Busy. Yeah. You're busy with oh, different God. things there, Joe. We won't say what they are, so we'll let you go off and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stevie's never off, Joey. Take it easy. There we go. Uh, I mentioned to our sponsors, uh, Corcoran Precast Tanks, DV Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, Brendan Cabinet Furniture, and Breeze Nolan Physiotherapy. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube as well, if you would wish to do so. Uh, Apple and Spotify, we have a follow button there. There's five stars on Spotify and there's five stars on Apple. If you want to give us those, we'll take it as well. And uh, yeah, thanks once again for uh, for tuning in. Uh, we're back with another edition of this uh, next week. So stay tuned and until next time, take care. 